Well, Derek, there's a reason we call it death files and taxes. It's because i got a whole load of stuff that I just need to list, and I haven't been doing it. Well, Adam, you're not alone. That's why people are listening right now. I know that they're just tiptoeing around them death piles all around their houses and apartments. It's real fun to buy, but it kind of stinks to sell. So what can I do about it, buddy? Well, you're in luck. Uh, we partnered with a great company called Sellhound. And what they're going to do is they're going to list all your death piles for you. They'll do the work for you. Oh, I love it when people do the work for me. How do I get in on that deal? Well, first off, they're going to let you try it. First two are free on the house. After that, man, they got simple plans. They're just going to make it easy. You take a few pictures, you send it over to them, and they do all the work. That sounds really too easy, and I've used it myself. It's awesome. D-Roy, what do our listeners have to do to take advantage of this? Just do Death Piles 25, Death Piles, all capital letters, at the end when you're signing up for your payment. And you'll save 25% off whatever plan you go with. That sounds awesome. Get on there, start listing, start selling so you can go out and buy some more stuff. Adam, our friends over at Sellhound have outdone themselves. They're giving the Death Piles and Taxes listeners an opportunity of a lifetime. They're, they're going to help us make some money, get rid of that Death Pile, get your items listed because you can't sell out of an empty wagon. Man, so... All you got, kill that death pile. When you go over to Sell Hound, use promo code, capital letters, Death Piles 25 to save 25% off of their service. And, and get out there and start making some money. Well, D-Roy, what are you doing today? Man, I am, uh, I had a new phrase come up, but I couldn't remember what it was for how busy I was. And I need to write that kind of stuff down. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move some move some pile. How about that? Move some pile, like so This is the Death Piles and Taxes podcast. We talk about selling. We talk about fun stuff. We talk about eating. We talk about making money. And uh, usually uh, revolves somewhere around the interwebs. Uh, preferably, a lot of times being focused on eBay. But you know, we're we're making that money. Adam, I'm proud of you. Can I just open up the show with with a great bit of pride? Oh boy, what did I do this time? So we've been we've been talking about reselling for a long time. Adams had his cards; uh, he's had some listed. Last week he said that he was going to get more up and uh, get selling. I told him the water's fine. Not only is it fine, but it's uh, it's peak height. So not only did you la- not only did you start listing, but you had a, you had a big sell today. Yeah, it was it was good. Sold some uh, of the Jordans, the Jordan specials, the Last Dance. Oh, which speaking of, I need to put those in my description. But yeah, sold some cards today. I was I was pumped. So Adam's uh, reselling. He's getting ready for tax season. Um, man, it's been it's been crazy on my end. Yesterday, I did a marathon day where I drove several hundred miles just trying to find uh, things to resell from uh, retail arbitrage. Um, not as successful as I'd like to be, but still got to spend a good day out with the wife, and that's never a bad thing. And your mileage is tax deductible. Your meal that you purchased tax deductible. I mean. All of those things, and I know that's that's kind of what we talked about is is you make your hobby into a business because you make money, and then you can enjoy the things and, and write it off legally by you know the government lets you do that. Now, I was an expert in that field. I just go out for a good time, and uh, and like you said, it's it's you're making money, but you're doing your hobby. You're not stressed. You're not punched into the clock. That was another thing. I mean, obviously we have a day job, going to work today, and. Uh, you know, you punch that clock and, and you're there doing what the man tells you to do for as long as the man wants you to do it, or, you know, however that works in your situation. It's not like just cruising down the freeway going 80, you know, to run into a Walmart to see if they got whatever you're after. Yeah, you're just kind of, you're slow rolling, enjoying you, your time. You hit the thrift store, you go around, you're the boss, you know, you you, you make the decisions. You're going to do what you want to do at that point. That's right. So If it's lunchtime, it's lunchtime. You don't got to tell Gary that you're going off to lunch, you just go to lunch. Well, it's going to be an awesome episode, everyone is, but we got some real uh, special guests on the latter part of this episode. Coming up, we're going to do a quick intro, um, found some... Uh, some individuals on uh, Instagram, you know, some real go-getters. So we're going to interview these uh, these kids, uh, Kid Everest, here later on in the podcast. We'll drop that. Kid Everest, they're going to come in and explain what they do. Basically, it's uh, crowd crowdfunding for kid businesses. So that's going to be fun. That's going to be exciting. Adams went above and beyond and found them and uh, got them to come on the show. So hey, we're excited. Real fun interview. Like this is, if, if we could go back, I know we've talked about it before. That's the best thing. This uh, creates a, a history 
we can stamp market when things happen. But if we could go back to that age, man, I, if, if I guess if I had the not the same knowledge, I mean, see, that's the thing. That's where I'm impressed with these uh, individuals that are coming on, is because they're doing it. Now, I'd like to say when I was 13 or 14, if I had the same capability that they have, that I'd be in that space and, and thinking that way. I, I don't know. I wasn't. I mean, when I was that age, I was goofing off playing uh, Super Nintendo, Mario Kart, or whatever I was doing, so who knows? Yeah, so that's really fun. Like I said, I look forward to that. It was, it was really enjoyable. Um, we went ahead and I helped out some of the things. Uh, I really like that platform, so take, stay tuned for that. That's a, a good get, and hopefully it encourages not only you, hopefully your children, grandchildren, let them know, like, hey, you can make money on the Internet. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh Maybe, maybe your kids don't always listen to the podcast. I can't imagine why not. But this is a point where I'd say, if you got little ones or your niece, nephews, neighbors, whatever, uh, share this episode, especially when we have these girls in here that are going to tell us what they're doing and how they're making money at, at such a young age. Um, hopefully it can be an inspiration to other young kids that, you know, start get thinking that way, get that mindset going at an early age. Or those of our listeners who continually um, don't do anything they habitually listen, but they uh, always get the peanut gallery type things. Um, man, go do it, man. These girls are doing it. Adam's got sand in the craw, and he's, he's uh, not holding back. He's, he's going to be shooting. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody tells you what. you got to go out and do it. Go out and sell, and then you can feel good about it. Man, I, I, I mean, I'm excited. I made 170 bucks today and I, from something that took me maybe 10 minutes yesterday, so I'm pumped. Uh, and that's the thing that we always say. If you're not listening, you're not selling, and and it is kind of a pain to learn what you're doing and list. But once you've done the first couple things, you kind of get into a flow, and and you know if you're going to do two, you might as well do twenty because it's the same process. You get just in that workspace, and and right now, I mean, uh, everything aside, we know the six hundred dollars are there. We know people are got things going. People are buying online, absolutely, and maybe more money's coming from the government, maybe not. Who knows? But also, people are just buying online right now, so. Uh, don't be the person that wishes they'd have done more during the pandemic or made more money during all this. Um, be the person that's out there listening and being productive about it. And me and Adam are sitting here saying we're having record record eBay weeks, months. I mean, get selling. Yeah, get selling. And the fun part is, too, uh, your second favorite, my first favorite, Brian, he's kind of gotten into that different niche. Some uh, If you want to be a third favorite, Brian, uh, contact us. We've got space available. <laughs> but but selling, uh, he came in, we dropped off some cards, some... Uh, Marvel type cards, so it's not just sports cards. It's it's you can sell just about anything on the internet. Well, and and before everything went dead, I mean, Marvel is huge. Um, they're making big bucks. Marvel Marvel movies are making hundreds of millions of dollars. That means people are interested in it. Uh, DC Comics as well. Uh, sports. Me and Adam have our our niches, and that's usually what we talk about on the show. If you're not into uh, you know sports or sports cards or whatever. Just erase what we're saying and put in what you're interested in. It's going to work just the same. Ooh, I like that. That kind of uh, make it towards yourself. I mean, maybe we're sitting here talking cards. You like video games. Or you like selling old horse buggies. Or you like remodeling houses or fancy tiles that you bought down in Mexico that come back that are worth money. Whatever that is, uh, we talk about what we're doing so that we're, we're honest, we're live, we're, we're telling you the truth of what we're selling and what we're doing. That might not be your thing, but... It, Old old man T-shirts. I don't know. Whatever you're into. Yeah, I've had some people reach out to some some of the the online groups selling old uh, you know dishes. That was kind of my wife's thing. Like she's like, "Are you serious? I can sell Tupperware for thirty dollars online." Like, there's so many avenues. So like I said, this is your first time listening. Um, we really are encouraging you to to go make money online. It is very uh, easy if you take the time to learn a little bit. And and like I said, that's that you, you won't make it unless you try. I mean, that's that's the thing. You, know, you won't make it unless you try. You got something you're interested in. I know uh, me and Adam kind of get into cards. Me and Painter get into wrestling cards. A lot of people aren't into them, but there are people that are, and we make money doing that. There's people into Michael Jordan, Last Dance. Adam's making money doing that. Somebody's into whatever you're interested in because that's just how it goes. Yeah. Pop culture or whatever. People are interested in Star Wars. Adam watched the film, doesn't care much for it. But people will still buy Star Wars things. So if you're interested in it, uh, go for it. Go do it. And if you're... I, I guess we're going to bring some more buyers. If you're not interested in cards or tickets, take some time and look it up. There is a crazy amount of money being made in 2020, and 2021 is just showing signs of being even better. 
And maybe you're not into uh, sports or, or that kind of thing, but think about movie tickets. Look up Gone with the Wind tickets right now. Ooh. If you can find, uh, you know, Star Wars tickets from when it came out in the theater, if you actually find a ticket stub with the logo name on it from the original showings, uh, send those things in, get them graded, or, or sell them raw as is. But there's opportunities in just about anything. You, you just hit a thing. I, I don't know why, but we didn't get any traction on it. I found all of my tickets of everything that I've been to. I shared it with the group. Several of these events you were at. Do you remember that, or did it not get any traction? Uh, I know that? where I've been. Well, I know. Do you have the ticket stubs for it? Maybe they're off getting graded before yours. Oh, they probably are. I have my first... I'm just waiting until I get back to show you what I got. You know. you're, you're probably... You're way ahead of the game. I have my first concert ticket um, from 1999. I went to a Clay Walker concert at the, I think it was Sunset Station. What, what was his big hit? Oh, man, you're going to ask me. All right, he's got a lot of them. i got to think about it. It's been, a, it's been a while. It was one of those nights. It was. It was <laughs> needless to say, I was not, uh, I had to be accompanied because I was under the age of 21, but we enjoyed the concert. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's got memories. Everyone's into something. I mean, car parts. Remember when we had Cole on here, and he was moving cars, moving car parts. Uh, people are into different things. I know guys that sell stuff for their, for their bikes, the motorcycle people. I know Pelton's a Harley guy. People are selling Harley merchandise. He's Harley a, seats. He's a Harley and a Lexus guy? Pelton's got... Now, here's my problem. Wow. Now, I'm going to offend some people here, and I know we got some new listeners here. They say that the people in the uh, profession that Pelican's in, which would be the education system, are underpaid. And they probably are, but I'm thinking he might be an exception to the rule because he does. He has a, a Lexus and a Harley. Wow. So I don't know what he's doing. Well, I didn't know what he's doing on the side, but we won't get into that. Adam's usually one that buries our, our, our friends and, and fellow co-hosts and uh, people that come on and help and support the show, but I just I just fell into a trap. So Pelican, <laughs> I apologize, but you got way too much money. Hey, you can't hide money. It's what I've been seeing. Get get selling. Yeah, get get selling. Granny always said you can't Or get buying your Harley hard. stuff off eBay, you know. Uh, the old T-shirts, uh, 3D Harley uh, emblem shirts go for, like, insane amount of money. So. Yeah. As I said, as we kind of uh, grow our listenership, I'll kind of you know, rehash this story. Um, my son, you know, was young. At, I think he was eight at the time. We went to our local thrift store. And this was back when you could go to the thrift store and do those kind of things, kind of get first starting. Uh, you know, we've always, if you find something interesting, especially if it's something you like or something unique, it, it probably sells online. And uh, we were looking in the outdoor section, and he came across a rug. Uh, it was like a mat that you play with uh, cars on, you roll it out, and it was an old vintage McDonald thing. And old vintage McDonald sells. Anyways, he saw it, and he said, let's buy it. It was $8, I let him buy it with his own money. And uh, we came home. This is where Derek kind of helped us out. I'd never sold an auction, never really done anything. And we were able to get on and uh, do the auction. Um, and it's so, it was so fun watching it because it was like at $8, 25 30 $150. we are like, holy cow, we put a minimum. And the kid was probably thrilled once it hit, you know, 50 oh, bucks or oh, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So we put a minimum because Derek kind of advised us, you know, put a minimum on it. And we put a minimum of $250 thinking, oh, my, you know, it's not going to sell for that. But sure enough, it sold for $250, and we were kind of freaking out, like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever, but then we're like, oh, wait, this has to go to Japan. I, I don't know how to do this. So it was like, all right, we were able to figure it out. We actually not canceled, but we changed it to our global shipping program. So my son, who was eight at the time, found something, sold it to a guy in Japan for $250, just like that. And, and here's the thing, we're going to get into the interview, I know everyone here is listening, they want to hear the, the Kid Everest girls come on, but uh, easiest way to do that, because people are going to say how do you do it, uh, go to your eBay app, scan the item, and then just look at the solds and completed, it'll tell you what they actually went for versus, you know, there's always the people asking $10 million for a rock or, or whatever, but uh, it's, it's that simple, and you can start listening, start making money. Or start your own business, and yeah. these girls can help you fund it. Yeah, if you're under eighteen. Yeah, I mean, so that's they've got this platform really fun. And they said we, I sold some vintage clothes, a lot of you know, like I said Tupperware. There's so many things that you can sell. And for me, like, I mean, I get it. Like working at the restaurant, that was the the fun thing. I mean, I worked at the pizza place. I know you and my. Would you call it work, or you uh, were at the subway? Well, it felt a lot more like play, but we. Uh, we put in some, some sweat equity on it. 
It depended. We, we, we work really hard, but we play really hard. Could you now imagine saying, hey, instead of doing that, which is really fun, let's go drive around to thrift stores and find stuff and sell it online? How much more fun? It would have been insane, especially um, me and a lot of my friends. That's kind of what we do for fun is uh, hit the garage sales or the thrift stores or the pawn shops. We were weird kids. Um, but that was what we did anyway. So, or, or like we're talking about in those days, you know, cards were kind of oversaturated, but some of the older cards would have been out there. Had I known uh, then what I know now, I'd, I'd be a multi multi millionaire. Well, the difference is that I know, like, we're you know kind of dating it back then. Like, the internet like was there, but it didn't really exist. Like, it was not there. It wasn't as, as accessible as it is now. Uh, if you did have it, it was probably at work or maybe at home. But to load a page took like twenty minutes. Yeah, and you had um, eBay would have been fairly new. I think they started in. 96 or somewhere 95 yeah somewhere in there i know they had like message boards where people would go and sell things but it wasn't as easy and streamlined as it is now yeah uh, a lot of opportunities out there and, and and now you have a phone in your pocket you have a computer in your pocket that you can look up things back then like there was no way to know i mean if you were selling something it would be your own garage sale but now like you can pick something up and sell it for some crazy dollar amount. So, man, there's no reason well, not like to. You were just saying, I mean, the world. So I had a small town in central Utah where I could sell things to people that were trying to be nice to me because they thought this kid had a dream or whatever. Yeah. If you were that ambitious, that could have happened. Um, however, now uh, you're selling things worldwide. It's global, and, and a lot of times some of my bigger sales will continually be overseas, uh, whether it's cards or whatever we're doing. A lot of this money, I mean, you know, and I'll, I'll take a, a dollar from anywhere around the world is just as good as one yeah. next door to me. So It captures all the same. You, you have a lot more eyeballs to uh, sell your product, and that's an awesome thing to capitalize on. So good on good on people that can uh, think that way and, and move forward with it. Go go make that money to word, you know. Well, Adam, we got we got Kid Everest waiting on the, on the line there for us, so... Let's get over with them, and, and they'll tell us the real truth about how you make money online. Uh, there we are. Well, it's taxes of death piles and taxes. It is that time of year. We're going to have to do something. Uncle Sam wants his money. Who doesn't want their money? Well, he's got a lot of it, but we all got to put it in the system. That's the country we live in. So need to file your taxes. Got questions? You want to know more because you're a reseller? It is a little more difficult than it is, especially if it's your first year, you're getting into it, you're going to get these 1099Ks, you get information that you don't know what to do with, and we don't want you to pay any more than you have to. So reach out to us here at Adam Up Accounting, you can go to our website, you can check us out on social media, um, we'd love to help you out. Like I said, we know the resale game, we're here to make sure that you pay your fair share, but don't go back to jail. Hey guys, it's uh, D-Roy Everett and Adam Beasley from the Death Files and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account, I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you have been asking what you can do to help the podcast out, and seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully it's a five-star review, but if not, be fair, uh, at least a four. <laughs> we know you're listening, so we see the numbers. We're all over the world, like, so just we see it, we appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new Helps listeners. the algorithms. People can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple, iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening, or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a... You don't even have to write a review. Just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool, too. We appreciate it, and keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys. So we have Kayla, Keegan, and Ashley here from, is it Kid Everest? Is that the right name? Yeah. Awesome. So I was able to find um, these three young ladies. They were on um, Instagram, and they had posted something through the Gary Vee channel, kind of talking about young entrepreneurs, people finding things. So I reached out to them because we're a big proponent of, of teaching and learning. So we invited them here, and, and here they are on the podcast. So Kayla, are you? Who's the oldest? I'm the oldest. All right, so you're going to kind of run point for a minute, and then we'll kind of go to each one of you. So, first, tell us a little bit about what you guys do, and, and kind of what's brought you into the entrepreneur world. All right. Well, Kid Everest is the world's first crowdfunding platform, safe for kids. So basically, it's a crowdfunding website that helps kids 
kid entrepreneurs raise money to help their business dreams kind of start up. So we kind of started this back about like two or three years ago when we first got the idea and we got it actually launched and up and running um, March of 2020. And it's kind of been really cool to see like how many kids there are like us that are as determined to get their business dreams out there and like other kid entrepreneurs. It's kind of a really cool community for us to see. So you're working with your sisters. How old are how old are you girls? Oh, well, I'm 14. I'm a freshman in high school. And hey. I'm 15. Me and Keegan are both 13, and we're in eighth grade. Okay, and you and you guys, you're twins, correct? Yeah. Okay, so I, I'm I'm in my late 30s now, almost 40. Don't want to date myself too bad. He's he's 40. Let's just call it 40. He's old. I have a. I have a sister named Kayla, but I've tried working with my brother in the past, and it never worked, bro. Like, uh, how do you work with your sisters? Okay, so um, it was kind of hard starting. Like, obviously, we kind of ran into some arguments, but it's been a really fun journey for us, and, like, it's brought us closer together. Yeah, I think we work well together because we have, like, each – we each have, like, individual strengths that we each, like, kind of play to, so we're not, like, overrunning other people's ideas. So we work well together. So what was uh what was the idea? How how did you come up with the idea that you wanted to crowd uh, crowdfund for kids? What was what yeah. was the problem, and how did you decide this is what you were going to do? So we were very entrepreneurial ourselves. Like as kids, we were always like making slime and selling it out of our lockers, or like reselling fidget toys and stuff. Like we were always doing something, and we realized that like our parents or like family had to keep funding us money to like start up our businesses and we realized that there was no place for kids to go and have their business like start up or like even share their business anywhere and so we came up with this idea to help as many kids as possible have a spot for their voices to be heard and to help them start their business journeys and so that's what we did we came up with the idea did a lot of research and talked to a lot of people and got us to where we are now. And right now we've already helped over 20 kids raise over $7,000. Wow. That's awesome. So um, if somebody has an idea, how do you guys vet uh, who gets to be on your platform? What's the, uh, there's somebody listening right now that has an idea or their kids have an idea. How do they propose that to you and, and where do you go from there? How does it work? So anyone can use our website that's under 18 because it's directed at kids and they can either just go straight onto our website and click the button that says create a campaign and they just fill out some stuff like about them, what their business is, how much money they want to raise and like what for and all that stuff. And if they have any questions, they can either DM us or email us or whatever is easiest for them. Um, we like to we help all of our kids through the whole process, and we help them. Um, we help promote them too on like Instagram. We do a lot of Instagram lives, telling people like they're on our website. Go check them out; they're really cool and like about their business and more stuff like that. Well, you guys are must doing something because my phone's ringing off the hook already. People want to know. <laughs> um, so. What was kind of like your first kind of business? I know you said kind of slime. Uh, I mean, first, what do your parents do? Because I think that's kind of leads a lot into the entrepreneur of kids. So what do your parents do for a living? Well, my dad works at a manufacturing company, but my mom um, was a special needs teacher. And then she also had a website for helping kids like that. So um, like teaching other adults how to help those like help other special needs children and things like that. So she had a website and was also super entrepreneurial like that. So she was kind of the lead point in teaching us how to start up and where to go. That's near and dear to my heart. Um, I also have another company, so I'm an accountant. I do taxes, which, uh, Kayla, have you guys filed an official tax return yet in your own social security number? That's a real step in life. Have you done that yet? No, not yet. All right. Well, you'll probably want to make that happen. Like, I'm going to try to sign you up here. You just move <laughs> along, tell him. <laughs> That's when you join the big boy. That the, the big world is you're like, oh, I have to pay taxes now. <laughs> so that's a lot of what I do. 
So what are some of uh, what are some of the projects that, that came through there? What are some of the things that, that you guys are, are working on right now to fund for others? Well, so we just recently had um, this girl who is also special needs, um, and she um, created her own um, like little toys and had her own coloring book, and she just got funded in over a thousand two hundred dollars, I think. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing to see. She was, like, almost, I think it was our fastest, like, donated um, campaign. Yeah, it was overfunded in, I think, like, three days. I think she got, like, 120% of what she was asking for. That's yeah. awesome. That's, that's really fun. And it's, like you said, I think that sometimes we might take it for granted, depending on your situation. I kind of grew up in the same situation. My mom worked, my dad work for himself as a, as a contractor, and you kind of always said, try and do something. But not every kid has that opportunity. So mm-hmm. obviously really cool platform. Um, who, um, like, when you're reaching out to people or people are finding you, where are they coming from? Is it just in the United States? Do you have other places yet? Or, or where are you hoping to kind of grow this to? So our um, website works in the U.S. and Canada right now, and those are the only um – places right now because um it was hard to do like with the money like arrange that it was hard to get it across like the world or whatever Mm -hmm. so right now it's just canada in the u.s well that's a pretty big area and i get it (laughs) what would you say to kids that that say you know i can't do it i'm just a kid um i don't have maybe i don't have an opportunity or or how do you try to motivate somebody to know that, that they can do something we have a lot of people even as adults that we, we do on the podcast that say, oh, I'd like to start doing something or I'd like to start my own business, but I don't know how. Or they always put these obstacles in their way. Uh, I'm sure with kids it's a lot the same way. What What's your advice to somebody out here listening that says, I got an idea, but I don't know how good it would be or where to even start? Yeah, so that's kind of all that we're about. We're always saying just keep pushing, keep going through it, because that's really why we started our business was because there was no outreach or way for kids to get their ideas out there. So that was our main thing is for everyone to keep pushing through the ideas. If you have an idea that you're passionate about, you should always keep working towards it. You should never give up on it just because it's too hard or you think there's too many obstacles. You should always keep pushing. And then um, our other big advice that we always give is to stay curious, always ask questions from people that are more knowledgeable than you that could help you out. And do you guys have any others? Yeah, so, um, well, you can always reach out to people like you should never just feel like oh i can't do it so i'm just going to give up like there's always other people that can help you or answer your questions about whatever um business or invention or idea whatever you want to do but you should never give up on it because you think oh it's too hard or like there's no place for me to go and like make it or whatever and that's like why we made our platform was to help kids get the money they needed to either, like, create their invention or, like, start it up or, like, make a commercial or, like, help promote it. I, I think it's the technology difference. Like, it says, you know, from what we had when we were, you know, 13, 14 to what you girls have right now, what the Internet has provided is it's a total game changer. I mean, I, I think to be that young with some of the ideas that we have would be awesome. Um, like I said, I mean, Derek, kind of share with I mean. You're selling stuff online. I mean, what kind of dollar amounts did you sell this week? Uh, this week I probably did, you know, a couple hundred dollars a day, give or take. Um, you know, and it is a game changer. The Internet, uh, when me and Adam were, were your age, the uh, best we could do is probably go put out a, a table in the front yard or, or maybe down at a corner store or something, and, and hopefully somebody would want to buy, you know, the old junk that we've collected from our rooms or whatever. We didn't have uh, the platform that's there, so... For you guys, not only to see the platform, but to take it and to, to be going how you're going is really impressive to me. Um, just that you see an opportunity and, and you're moving into it. And I think that's going to be something that will help you out the rest of your lives. Obviously, this business will keep going. Uh, but at some point, you become adult. You're going to be going off to college and do that kind of thing. But just the mindset and uh, how you answer that you're not going to let anything stop you or limit you uh, as far as excuses and things. That's really impressive to me. So. Uh, just congratulations on that. But um, moving forward, is this, I mean, what do you want to do? Where do you want this to go in the future? I'll say it. So um, we really want our business to be a household name. Like everyone's like, oh, Kid Everest, yeah, I know them. And, like, we want it to be 
a main like point or platform that everyone or every kid uses or like um, knows it's there to help them and we really want to help just as many kids as we can to help them get the money they need to start up their business or create their invention or whatever it is that they need funding for. So, you know, each one of you have your own strengths and weaknesses. So, Ashley, I'm going to ask you, what is the thing that, that Keegan does the most that just drives you nuts as a sister? Like, what is she, or, or is she the perfect sister? Um, <laughs> I mean, she's good for the most part. <laughs> and she's, she's really good at, um, like, marketing it and, like, putting out, like, um, like good posts like on our Instagram and help getting more people on our website. So that's really helpful. Uh-huh. And that's pretty much it. Oh, look at you playing the politically correct. You're not taking your sister that's down. That's smart. They're business people, Adam. They're not going to dissolve here in front of you. This isn't their first podcast interview. <laughs> um, who, who posted? Because like I said, I think it was one of – um, obviously a lot, and this is the whole reason we started this podcast is Gary Vaynerchuk is a very big entrepreneur who push it out. He always says, you know, stop talking about it and just do a podcast. And that's really where we started. So, and now little, I think this is about episode 115, 116. We've done hours that like, we're still amazed every single week we have, you know, more and more downloads, like all over the world. Like literally there will be kids in, in, Iceland, Poland, Germany, who will hear what you're saying today, which is really cool to think about. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool to think about. It's amazing um, what the technology can do nowadays. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So who was on, because they said it was one of, you know, just a simple Instagram thing, talking about networking, and I saw one of your posts. Who actually, who did that? Was that you, Keegan, that, that was doing yeah. that? Yeah. Awesome. Um, and like I said, I think it's amazing. That's the kind of world we live in is – People are willing to reach out. I mean, I do this for my kids. Um, I think it's wonderful that what you're doing for other people, and we're a huge proponent of supporting young entrepreneurs. Um, the one thing that I've learned is you can sell just about anything online. Mm-hmm. Um, funny story with fidget spinners. Um, like I said, I'm an accountant. I do taxes for a lot of people. Um, I have a lot of you know self-employed people. I had a guy that hit on fidget spinners. Uh, he was right kind of when it started, right in the middle. He put some, you know, he made like $5,000, and it was going like crazy. And then he bought $10,000 of inventory, and it was like the next like two or three days after he got it, that is when like there was a bad batch from China or, or something like that happened. And so That's um, really big hits and wins on that. That's really funny. Sort of the, um, we can actually relate relate with. Um, I remember fidget spinners back in my school, and this was at the same time that we were probably selling slime or candy out of our lockers. And I remember going down to a store, and I saw like, I saw like a hun- like a ton of like a hundred fidget cubes and fidget spinners for like fifty cents each. And I saw them, and the first thing I thought was like, oh my god, I could just sell these at school for like five dollars and make a profit off it. So the first thing I did was I bought was like bought like a hundred of them, and then the next day I could only sell like five, and then I just I still have them to this very day. It's like a hundred fidget cubes, fidget spinners. They're like in our basement, right? Yeah, now. there's a lot. I think we all have stuff in our basement. The the good thing is the older the, the older you get, the more you get to see that things will come back around. So you know, here in ten fifteen years, maybe those fidget spinners will be up for like twenty dollars because they'll be nostalgic at that point. So. It's, it's not always bad when you get stuck with something. Adam's trying to sell these things called pogs that were cool in the 90s, so it'll come back around. It's called your death pile. That's what we refer to those things. It's that stuff that you have that you just can't get rid of, mm-hmm. but you won't you won't throw it away. <laughs> yeah, so um, we've talked about that you guys have a website and that you have an Instagram, but we haven't mentioned what that is. So for the people out there listening with their kids, uh, where's where's a good spot for them to go check out what you're doing and, and see your social media pages? So we do most of our stuff on Instagram, which is kid.everest. Um, and then our email, if you want to, any questions or anything, is hello at kideverest.com. Um, the Facebook is the same as Instagram, kid.everest. And um, I'm also on LinkedIn, too. Um, I saw you there. Uh, that's a great go- that's a great get for you. That's a great place for you to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are our only platforms. I think. Yeah, I think of yeah, 
I'm a big proponent of LinkedIn, Kayla and Ashley. If you haven't done it yet, I would do it. And the reason being is it is that digital resume. Um, it's it's one of those things that, that you just look at because then you can get a better idea of what you're doing. Um, it, it's I don't know. For me, it's been a real game changer. And it's the same thing. I mean, I've had CEOs of, of large companies that I've been able to reach out to, and I just send them a message, and then they respond to me. So the whole person that used to be in between to filter out, oh, this is just some guy that's trying to get hold of me, or this is just three kids trying to bug me, like, it breaks down barriers. It's really good. So so, so I, got, I do. I got a question. For some of us that that are a little older and, and the crowdsourcing uh, thing might be, I mean, because we have we have people that age even older than than me and Adam, if you can believe it. We got people in their sixties and seventies that listen to us, and maybe hopefully beyond. But they might not know what crowdsourcing is. So if we go to your site and we see some some project that we like, uh, how do we go about supporting it? And then what what's the process once we donate or give money to one of those process their projects? Yeah, so crowdfunding is like a crowd, like a group of people who want to fund other kids, other campaigns. And if they wanted to fund someone or donate, um, they would go on our website and look through like all the people on there, see like if, oh, like I like this sign business, like I'm going to donate to them or whatever it is. And they press a donate button and then they donate however much they want to donate and can like put in their credit cards and stuff and then it all goes through stripe and goes to them like i just i've already done it like it says i'm i'm pretty quick on the fly at learning you've got uh rose bows here this this young girl is um she's selling rose bows and kind of needs some help with her looks like inventory is that is that kind of what it is mhm yeah awesome so it's fairly simple you could just scroll through all the different companies that are up there right now and what they're looking for and how much they're looking for and well it's sort of like almost you could kind of relate it to like investing in like stocks or something like you wanted to just support a business that you think is gonna succeed it, it looks a lot like a, a a different type version of um like a kickstarter you can yeah it looks a lot the same you can go in there and help harrison with his christian clothing you can go on there and Find out a little bit about them, and uh, that's really cool. Now, do they have any any incentives or anything like that, or do you you don't own a piece of the the company, correct? You're just donating and helping people start their company. Yeah. So, depending on the business, usually we don't incentives just because it's um it's kind of hard to navigate and make it safe between like linking the donor that's donating the money to the person and them receiving a gift from the kids which is kind of hard to navigate but depending on like the kid or their parents or the source resources that they have they could give you like if you donated five dollars they could give you like a bracelet or something if you donate ten dollars maybe like a sticker or something like that yeah so every person that donates they usually get like a little thank you like card or thank you email or whatever it is um but like Inventory-wise, like, if they have, like, a product, sometimes it's hard because they're, like, getting the money to, like, create it. So they don't usually have it, like, with them, have it to give out, like, right then. So usually it's just usually, like, a thank you card or something. And that's usually, that's how a lot of the, you know, the Kickstarters are. It's they don't have the material, they don't have the product yet. It takes, you know, several months. So. Mm-hmm. That's really good. So, um, what's what's the age cutoff? Is it just like zero to eighteen, or do you guys go a little further than that? Or yeah, it's anyone yeah. under eighteen? Because we really wanted to um, focus our main target at kids that didn't have any other word, any other place to go. Because we're the only crowdfunding platform out there for people under eighteen. All the others are for adults. Well, Adam, I think you got to get your kids to work. I, I think Jimmy Chippy Pants was just asking a little earlier. A guy that uh, comments on our show and, and helps us out a little bit on some different things. He was asking me some some ideas for his kids to. Uh, he's got a lot of kids, so we want to know how to how to make some uh, income out of them. And I think this is probably the perfect channel to do that, Adam. Yeah, can we get you guys? Will you tell? Just say Jimmy Cheapy Pants. Quit talking about it and start doing. Wait, what is the name? Jimmy, stop Jimmy. talking about it and just do Jimmy it. Jimmy Cheap Pants, stop talking <laughs> about it and do it. <laughs> Jimmy, you just got called out by three teenage girls to so quit being lazy. So, I mean, I don't know what else more you know motivation than you need than that. Um, 
I'm kind of scrolling through here. Like so these are really these are really interesting. I mean, I you know I really like it. Um, it's a great idea. Like I guess is I really you know kids they all need help. And you, what you guys are doing, it's the same thing I tell my kids is you are getting you know a real life you know experience in business and. What you're doing now, in, in my opinion, I've been able to teach at a university here. Um, I tried teaching at a high school level, but apparently I don't have the right credentials. Like I have a degree in accounting and I have years of experience, but I can't teach financial literacy in high school because, I don't know, a lot of our stuff is weird. <laughs> but what you guys are doing is really good. Like it's really giving you real experience. So. Um, what do you guys want to do in, in five, six years? Like where would be your dream position or saying, man, this would be an awesome place to learn. Where, where do you want to be, Ashley? What's your dream position if somebody said, right now this is what you can do? Uh, um, I haven't really thought about it, but I guess I would just want to like still be like doing our business and like being there as it it's like bigger and like expanded more and has helped like thousands of kids with their like business dreams and like help share their ideas and like their voices. Kayla, what about you? Who would you want to work with or what person, what personality would be, man, this would be really fun to work or, or, you know, do some things with them. I think honestly, I think some of the people that we have met in this sort of like industry or our community that we've created with our website would be super fun to work with. They're kind of like, kind of like seeing them, like kids that even at a younger age than us, like coming up with these businesses. And I just know that like when they're older, it's just going to be so interesting to see them. So I think working with like that sort of community and the people who have helped us through the way too would be really fun. Yeah. I mean, that's probably true. The networking that um, usually you'll get through like your college or early 20 years, uh, mm-hmm. you guys are getting right now, ground level with other people that think the same way or the, the future leaders of tomorrow, which is really cool that you're, you're able to do that, at, you know, this early on in your careers. Um, I was just wondering, I remember being in middle school and high school and kids aren't always the, aren't, aren't always like the, the best to you and things are kind of hard sometimes, but I was wondering one, what do your friends think about this? And two, just other kids at school and stuff that might not be your friends. I mean, do you ever get any, any bullying or people just genuinely pretty good about this? You know, knowing that you guys have a business and you're doing this kind of stuff. Well, I think for the most part, it's been pretty positive. I know that all my friends have been super supportive of it. And honestly, like, if they're not, then they're not really your friends, I guess. But um, so much from the community and other kids at our school, it's been pretty positive. I mean, like, I remember this one time that we were in the newspaper, and then, like, a lot of the kids in our school saw it, so they would, like, kids would be, like, coming up to us and be like, oh, my God, I saw you in the newspaper, and things like that. It's kind of cool, actually, that people, like, came up and talked to us just because they saw us somewhere. Kind of local celebrity, then. Yeah. (laughs) They're they're famous in their own sphere. Yeah, it's, that's all it takes. I mean, I was just kind of curious because sometimes, you know, you have to deal with jealousy or, or kids can just be mean sometimes. So that's, that's really cool that uh, that you got. Maybe they were just mean to me. I don't know. But that, that you guys are, are getting that support from your friends. Um, I, I mean, I could picture my friends would just be pitching ideas about, you know, scams that they'd be trying to run on the side or something. So uh, that's that's really cool that you guys have been able to to turn that into, well, I mean, it's just positive. It's, it's really cool all the kids you're helping and, and what you're being able to accomplish. So as the platform grows, like I said, who who's actually, um, like, I always call in a, in a kind way, the computer nerd. Like, who knows how to do the actual, like, website stuff? Are one of you learning how to do that? Well, um, go so, ahead. Um, so our mom, who had a website before us, um, helped us a lot through um, creating it, finding a platform online, and, like, like um, designing it and um, everything like that. And we actually hired a web de- developer to, like, personally design it. Um, and, like, we would meet with her and tell her, like, what we liked and, like, how we kind of wanted it to look. And then mm-hmm. she would, um, like, create the things and we would put them in. Um, but, like, our mom helped us a lot through that, creating the website process, because she knew more about it, and we did a lot of research, too, like, where to find one or, like, how to create one, but, yeah. Yeah, and to be honest, in this day and age, we're all pretty tech-savvy from what, like, we have to go through on a daily basis. I mean, like, 
just to go about school nowadays, I have to learn how to log into Zoom, turn in papers online, do like all my assignments online and everything. So knowing like kind of like living through the day and age of technology, we know how to do a lot more than people 50 years ago would have. 50 years ago, she says. <laughs> One of the things we have a friend who's an educator and it's funny because kids will be like, oh, well, I didn't know that that assignment was due or I tried doing this. And he's like, yeah, right. You know, there's a timestamp. Like you've logged into your account once this entire semester. I mean, it's kind of hard to say my home, you know, my dog ate my homework nowadays. <laughs> and definitely excuses are going away. Um, just, just going forward. I mean, Adam kind of asked where you want this to be in five to 10 years, but really where do you see this going? Is this going to be something you guys do for the rest of your lives? Is this just a project till uh, you get older and go your own way or, or where's kid or kid Everest going to be here in, in a, you know, let's say 10 years. Well, I think that, um, for me at least, I really want to push this idea in, like, I plan on still working on it when I'm older and um, when it's bigger and, like, you know, be, like, the big CEOs of it because, like, we came up with it. Um, I plan on, like, working on it, like, not selling out the business. Um, like, I love working. Um, I love doing this business. It doesn't even feel like work because it's a big passion of ours and, um it's just really fun to work on it every day. Like, it doesn't even feel like work. So I plan on um, doing this when I'm in 10 years or whenever. So you guys are in the Northeast. Um, like I said, well, we're big sports. Are, are any of you, like, into sports, or what kind of things do you guys do outside of this? Um, yeah, so we all play sports. Actually, all three of us play basketball, volleyball, and we do track. And Keegan also does jump roping and football and flag football. Yeah, wow. um, we do a lot of sports, so um, we're big sports fans. Yeah, we definitely in our family at least. We know we watch a lot of sports. We also play a lot of sports. It's a tight schedule with you know school and then Kid Everest and between our all of our sports and like commitments. So. Uh- I just sold, like I so said, we're big into sports. Like I so said, we do a lot of selling of memorabilia. Do any of you have any sports cards? Cards? Yeah, cards. Definitely. I know. Um, for like, oh, God, like three years, I collected baseball cards a lot, and I also have a lot of football cards. Have you sold any of them? And if you haven't, why not? No, I haven't. Actually, my our grandfather um, collected, like, a ton, and we just, um, he actually has, like, in this room we're in right now, he probably has an entire room full of cards about this size, and we were up there the other day, and, like, the first, like, package we picked up, we found, like, a really old, um, one of the really old cards that we looked up online, it was, like, $5,000, and we just know that if, like, we were to search through all of that, we could probably find a lot like that. Adam's gonna try to go buy buy your grandpa's uh, inventory out now. You got him, you got him excited. <laughs> so if I give you a thousand bucks, we're both like I said. We so I just sold three sports cards today for a uh, hundred and seventy five dollars. Um, it's really crazy. I mean, Derek. I mean, he constantly sells wrestling cards. Um, I mean, what do you think you've done this this couple weeks? Ten bajillion dollars. I mean, it's, it's been a lot. I don't know. Well into the thousands of dollars. I sold a box of WNBA cards uh, about a month ago for two hundred and sixty-five dollars. Wow. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Um, my daughter, she's got some sports cards up. Uh, she's got a, a Cam Reddish autograph card that we pulled out of a pack that. She wants a hundred dollars, and somebody keeps offering her eighty, and she says, "No, I don't want it. <laughs> I want my hundred. Um, so it's just there's so many ways to 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 make money, and for us, that's been one way that we're interested. Just like you talked about, it's kind of like a miniature stock thing, but um, we're we're very supportive. Like it says, I just want to let you guys know we've been looking through kind of your stuff. Um, and Derek, I haven't told Derek yet, but we're going to, um, we're going to go ahead and go on to each one of your, um, people that are on your sites. We're going to go ahead and go and make a, a donation to each one of them. We'll go through and make sure that our overall donation is uh, $250. Um, we're a big supporter of what you guys are doing. Wow. Thank you. That's amazing. So Thank you. <laughs> 
We are very, uh, I'm very encouraged by what you're doing. Um, we wish you the best of luck. Um, we, we could, we wish there's more that we could do for you. Like I says, we want you guys to get out there and, and make money. Yeah. I mean, just, just keep it up. Keep up what you're doing. Um, I guess you got any, any big, uh, motivation. What I, I guess I said this earlier too, but just last push for people where, where can they find you? And then what, what do you want to tell the people sitting on the sidelines that, that need to get into the game? So our socials are kid.everest, that's Instagram and Facebook, and our email is hello at kideverest.com, um, that's it. Yeah, and I think something that we just always keep want to keep pushing is never give up. If you have an idea that you're passionate about, never think that you're too young or it's too hard or it's not right for you. Like, you could keep pushing, and if you have any questions, just come talk to us. And don't make excuses for yourself, because there's always a way to do it. That's you, Jimmy Cheapy Pants. She just said it. She called you out again. <laughs> well, thank you, girls, so much. We really appreciate your time. Like I said, as soon as uh, we get done, we're going to record this. Um, we'll get it up. And uh, like I said, we appreciate all you're doing. We definitely support it. Um, you know, I said, and if you have other other things, or if you, I think if if you guys, your friends, kind of listen to our podcast, like said, there's so many ways to make money online. Um, I started another company. I sell off-road wheelchairs to kids with special needs, um, and and I didn't know anything about it. I learned it. Um, I I know what TikTok is. Um, our our TikTok channel, we get regularly about two to three million views every single week. Wow. Um, it's it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot. So it's called Extreme Modus. Um, my friend Sam and he goes out. In fact, I think you guys might have. Are you guys by the ice castles? Do you guys know what that is? No, we're not by them. We're not by. Yeah, but we we I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I think there's one up there in the north. Anyways, we went there the other day and we just shoot videos of my friend who's got special needs and it's just a it's a fun thing. Now we ship them all over. In fact, we just got rid of it. We sold another one to the Make-A-Wish Foundation in Virginia. Um, but if you could have told me three years ago that's what I'd be doing, I'd say no way. I just same thing you're doing. Just get on and, and try and figure it out. I do got I got one one final thing to ask. Here in about two or three years, when we try to follow up with you guys, and you're big and a lot bigger than death piles and taxes, we don't want you big time in us. We want you to come back on the show and update us with uh, what's going on. So can we get a commitment right now? That yeah. you can back on the show here for a few years, even even though that you're going to be huge. Definitely. Okay. When Gary V comes to you girls and says, "Hey, I want you to do this," we want to make sure you remember the little people. Okay. Definitely, we definitely will. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you girls so much. Like I said, this is uh, the Death Piles and Taxes podcast. So the question is: is is do you know how we end the show? Do you know what our ending is? No. Oh man, Derek. Well, I, they can't be perfect, Adam. They, they had answers for every question that we threw at them, but uh, they don't know the two things in life that are for certain. So the two things in life that are for certain, girls, are death piles and taxes. I I can't can't argue with that. <laughs>